Hello and welcome to the Achieve Today podcast where you will learn valuable insights, tips that work, and expert advice on how to overcome your limiting beliefs and awaken your greatness today. My name is Jake Mix and today on this episode, we will be joining a Zoom call with Gil McKiff that I had with him a couple of days ago to talk about the financial mindset around this pandemic. It's a time where unfortunately people are losing their jobs, people are getting cut back on hours. There's a lot of uncertainty in the world, especially with finances. And so Gil will talk about, number one, the emotions behind the finances and the financial world, but then also give you some practical tips to possibly save money or to really program your mindset for this time, especially if you're struggling. So I hope you enjoy. How to be smart with money during troublesome times, obviously, a lot of people are losing their jobs at this time. A lot of people are getting cut on hours and there's a lot of just uncertainty with the stock market and uh, finances in general. So I wanted to get on with you, Gil, because obviously you have a wide variety of experience in a lot of different aspects, including the mindset behind money, money itself. And so let's go down the list here. I've prepared some questions for you. Um, but I'd like to talk more about like the financial mindset and kind of get into that a little bit as well as some real practical stuff that people can kind of hold on to uh, during these times, whatever circumstance they're in. So let's start right out of the gate and say for the people who have lost their job, if they're struggling financially for whatever reason right now, what's the next step from here? Like where, where should your mindset be? And then what are some more practical things that people can do? as next steps if they're struggling financially? Yeah, first and foremost, we wanna move from a um, reactive mindset to a responsive mindset. Um, from being a victim to it is what it is and now choosing where we're gonna go. Anybody that's done any investing in the market, stocks, options, currencies, whatever, um, recognizes that the two greatest liabilities there are fear and greed. In other words, emotional decisions, right? Um, Emotional decisions are not how you make decisions when it comes to financial opportunities, right? You've got to have logic and presence about you. So to move from reaction to response is to drop the resistance. First and foremost, we have to drop the resistance because no matter how much we don't like it, uh, resisting what is, is a mild form of insanity. So how creative are you going to be when you're experiencing a mild form of insanity? So the alternative to that is getting present. So you move from resistance into a state of acceptance. Look, it is what it is, right? Doesn't matter how much I don't like it, it is what it is, right? So I can drop the loss of all that energy in my resistance. I can drop that resistance and move into presence. What do I do? Where do I go? And that's where opportunities are gonna be more evident to you. That's where more creativity is gonna be evident to you. That's where more insight and inspiration have the ability to flow in through you. Um, but yeah, from emotional reaction to presence, that's first and foremost in any kind of a crisis. I mean, what is, what, what do we see in every single television show movie out there when there's an emergency? There's some wise one in the group that says, everybody, what? Calm down. Calm down, stay calm. Yeah, everybody yep. stay calm, right? Don't panic. Stay calm, yeah. Right? Why? Because you're more rational and intelligent. Now, it's important to acknowledge that 
when there's any kind of a perceived threat, whether it's a physical threat, a financial threat, uh, whether it's um, not just a threat, but an actual experience, um, a problem, uh, danger, anything, anything like that, your nervous system is gonna react unconsciously and automatically with fight or flight energy, right? So adrenaline and cortisol. Now you add that adrenaline and cortisol to your point of view, and now you're worried, right? That's what we would call worry or stress or anger, right? Depending on your point of view, combine that point of view with this fight or flight energy and name the emotion, right? So the, the variable in the emotion is the point of view that you have, but the fight or flight energy is the same. So we probably wanna do some technique to release that energy, right? Really easy, simple technique is, you can do it with me. Inhale very slowly through your nose, and at the top, hold it and flex every single muscle you can think of to the point of shaking. And then, <sighs> if you did that three or four times, you're gonna spend the energy that's produced by the nervous system, right? Fight or flight energy. Yeah. You're gonna spend it and you're gonna purge the carbon dioxide from the muscles in your body. Right? from the blood, you're gonna be exhaling that in that double exhale. So if you do that a few times, you can manage crisis in the moment, right? Get present, take a few deep breaths. This is the age old timeless wisdom, everybody's heard it. You know, an emergency in a crazy circumstance, take a few deep breaths. Right. So that's a different way to do it, but we're adding the flexing of the muscles, that's spending the energy. So sane response instead of emotional reaction. Right. Well, I like that because I think a lot of people are going through some pretty emotional things just in general. Finances is only one aspect of so many different other things. And so I think that's really good advice to help with everything. Um, I kind of want you to go more into this managing of stress, worry, anger even, I would imagine is probably coming up in people. Uh, would you suggest that same thing of getting present or what else would you suggest for those kind of things and how to manage those? How to manage any emotional reaction whatsoever is to realize that in emotional reaction, you are resisting something. Mm. An emotional reaction, well, in any negative emotion, you're resisting something. So the greatest wisdom anybody could cultivate is the realization that what you're resisting, you are feeding right the the industry catchphrase is what you resist persists right? right so no matter how much you complain about the view no amount of complaining is going to change the view but if you turn around oh a new view right yeah. so resisting it is actually putting a lot of energy into it and it was spelled out i think most obviously by um <clears throat> by the movie the secret where they have the feature about Mother Teresa saying, never send me to an anti-war campaign ever again. I will go to the pro-peace rally. Yeah. So I bring that one up often because it's just so obvious, right? Anti-war is all about fight the problem. Pro-peace is all about feed the solution. So any negative emotion is the result of resisting, right? Yeah. Negative emotion is the language of resistance. Resisting it, feeds it. So if we really get that, that doesn't give us the immediate solution, but it tells us very clearly what the answer isn't. Mm -hmm. Resistance is not the answer. 
right? That's fight or flight added to my point of view, feeding what I don't want. So that leads me into acceptance, right? And with that realization, I can move into acceptance. Acceptance is the absence of resistance. Right? So I get the choice. I have control over what goes on in here to a certain extent, right? Not necessarily the functioning of my liver or my spleen or my gallbladder or whatever, but my emotions, my thoughts. I have control, whether I take control and develop skill is a different story, but I have control over what's going on in here. So when I can move from reaction and resistance into acceptance, it is what it is, I move into presence. So any negative emotion, we're gonna apply that same uh, principle of wisdom, resisting it feeds it, acceptance is the antidote, but it can't be an idealized acceptance, it just has to come from the really clear realization that resisting it feeds it. It's not the way. Yeah. I don't necessarily know the way, but that's not the way. So acceptance is that interim step. Yes. Well, that's cool too. Cause I think, you know, right now it is a really great time. I'm sure as those emotions do come up or whatever to, to accept, right. To, to give you an opportunity to do something that may not happen if like life is going real well, life is going all great. Um, I'm sure those emotions are coming up with people right now. So it's a great way to accept what is instead of resist. I love that yeah. point. Uh, so what about some, what about some practical ways, right? So you've talked about the mindset and uh, I think that will be able to help a lot of our audience uh, for sure. When it comes to their stress and worry, what are some practical things that they can do with the Like, let's say like money is short. Like how do you keep, how do you save more? How do you get into that commitment of saving more and make your savings last for a, uh, for a long period of time? <laughs> Probably a lot of good possibilities are going to show up there. Right. Um, but you've got to have a rational mind, right? You, right. you don't need to be afraid, but it's valid to be concerned, right? right? So concern, sharing the root of concentration, to give some concentrated focus to the subject. Again, emotional reaction is gonna have you not thinking clearly. When you're in emotional reaction, you're draining blood flow from the prefrontal cortex and it's now being funneled out to your muscular skeletal system. Right? So you can fight or flight. When yeah. prefrontal cortex is your rational decision-making ability. So if you can move from that resistance into the acceptance. Now you can reestablish that blood flow and get creative, give some concentration to, and make rational, intelligent decisions, right? So instead of an emotional reaction of sell it all, or, you know, let's go to Costco and buy 2000 rolls of toilet paper just in case. Yeah. Right. Or, or whatever these reactionary thoughts and, and well, just reactions, um, we can make intelligent decisions. And so which intelligent decisions, you know, we're not financial advisors, obviously, but right. most importantly, if we can get you into the right mindset where you're able to make the most intelligent decision, that's what we can help you with. You know, I mean, each individual is going to have different options. It depends. Are they um, drained on money completely? Do they have no money whatsoever, but they still have a job? Do they have a little bit of money and no job? Do they have six months of reserves, right? Do they have investments that they could cash out? I mean, so each individual is gonna have some different application, but most importantly is that they're responding 
intelligently rather than emotionally reacting to it. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and you know, that's so true. It is probably individual to every person. And so if you have the ability to think creatively in that space of presence, uh, then obviously people are going to be able to create solutions. And uh, so, yeah, I love that. Now, let's talk a little bit about limiting beliefs because that's something that's really core to the Achieve Today program. Yeah. Um, let's like, how do you recognize and remove, and it could be with some of the stuff that you're saying, but maybe just nail it, just nail it on the head here. How do you recognize and remove limiting beliefs when a shortage of money, when the economy is collapsing, when things all around you are a bit scary and a bit uncertain? Um, how, would you, how would you recognize and then remove those limiting beliefs about financial, in the, in the financial game? Yeah, it's, it's not a short answer, um, but it doesn't have to be too long either. But a belief is a program called a neural pathway or a cluster of neural pathways, a cluster of neurons in your brain. And it's built out of experiences from the past, right? It could have been something I heard, something I've seen, something a friend told me, something I saw on the news, but I could have had it in a dream or the real actual experience. In the past, one or more of these builds a neural pathway, builds a map in my mind. And I can either call it a memory, um, if it is fairly insignificant, but if it has any value of pleasure or pain to it, then it's something that I have a belief, stay away from that or pursue this. So limiting beliefs are anything that you believe, any, any belief that you have that limits you in any way whatsoever. So if you're limited in any way whatsoever, then the evidence of that is going to be some form of negative emotion, right? Resistance, right? So if I'm limited, it might be frustration. If I'm really limited, I might be hopeless, right? So I can't, I can't because. So emotional reaction is always going to be the evidence. If you want to find limiting beliefs financially, just ask yourself what upsets you financially. Mm. Once you find what upsets you financially, then say, well, how do you justify that being upset? When you justify the emotional reaction, there's your limiting belief. I mean, you can find a whole bunch of them that way. Well, when somebody borrows money from me and doesn't pay me back, then I get angry. So did I sign a contract at some point to say, I'm gonna get angry when somebody doesn't do what they say they're gonna do with regards to money? Does it feel good to be angry? Does it fix what I'm angry about? Did I consciously choose the anger? Am I more or less resourceful with the anger? I'm less resourceful. I didn't choose it. It doesn't change what I'm angry about and it doesn't feel good. So why would I justify that? Right? Because that's a complete self-sabotaging state of mind. Yeah. So to change a limiting belief, I need to see it from a different point of view and say, what is this teaching me? What's the value? What's the opportunity in this? It's teaching me to be responsible with my emotional state so I can choose wisely because from that state of acceptance, now I have access to choice. I don't have access to choice when I'm in resistance. I have reaction in resistance, but in choice, I have presence, right? Well, what needs to happen? Where are we gonna go from here? So when I find a limiting belief, all I need to do is find the benefit. What is it teaching me? If I can't see it right now, then I have to fast forward in my mind and look back and say, by the time I have cleared this, what will it have taught me? Oh, it'll taught me patience. It'll taught me. It'll it'll have taught me persistence. It will have taught me um, resilience. It will have taught me how to be more resourceful in challenging times. So, if that's what it will have taught me by the time it's over and done with, obviously I'm in the middle of that now. Can I experience this circumstance as teaching me something valuable, or can I experience this circumstance as something I need to fight and get rid of? 
right? If you fight and get rid of your limiting beliefs, you're not getting rid of your limiting beliefs permanently. Best case is you're doing it temporarily. So again, the belief is a program in the subconscious when we find it, our opportunity is to see what's the value of it. One person's trash is another person's treasure. It's a matter of perspective, right? Everybody's always right from their point of view. Right. right? So it's terrible, but it doesn't matter if you're right. It matters, does your point of view serve you or sabotage you? And limiting beliefs sabotage you for a big value to show you where you're sabotaging yourself, where you're in reaction instead of response, where your nervous system is running your life instead of your presence, instead of your conscious you running your life. Yeah. So like see that. the value in it is the short answer. Yeah, no, for sure. Now, what are some common limiting, like what are some common financial limiting beliefs uh, that you could see people having right now during this time? Um, Just so people can kind of relate to or maybe resonate with. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of people are scarcity mentality, right? They have yep. scarcity mindset. And so within scarcity mindset, that's a frame of reference towards what is, and there could be a whole bunch of limiting beliefs in there. So right. if anybody has scarcity mindset, right, how is that going to show up? Right. What, what would scarcity mindset look like, right? Emotionally reactive, hoarding, um, trying to buy everything it can, going crazy, making irrational financial decisions, right? Um, the sky is falling, give up, hopeless. So it's really about following the emotion. When we follow the emotion, we can find what, well, how do you substantiate that emotion? So if it's fear, I'm so afraid, right? If it's worry, well, I'm worried because, right? These are emotional reactions. You've never, ever, ever chosen consciously to have a negative emotion. So if it's there, it's gotta have a value, just like throwing up. It's not fun, doesn't feel good, I didn't choose it. My body did, but what's the value? I'm purging toxins. The symptom is always there to say, place some attention here, right? There's a program running. There's something going on. The nervous system detected a threat. Place some attention here, right? Now, when I do that, consciously, I can respond. So financial limiting beliefs, um, you know, it's a doomsday, right? right? This is the Armageddon. Right. And there's a lot of good support for anybody's point of view right now, especially right. The, the economic system is crashing. All limiting beliefs are true. All of them are true. But because any of them could change, none of them are the truth. So it's true. It's Armageddon. Right. It's the end of the world. It's true. I can back it up. I can prove it. Look, see, look what's happening with the market. Look what's happening with my accounts. Look what's happening in my community. Look what's happening. Da, da, da. I can back it up and, and prove my point of view. It's true, right. but it could change. So it's not the truth. So what do I cultivate? What do I hang on to? What do I feed? What do I endorse? What do I sponsor by choice? Right? I see where the dysfunctional reactionary uh, resistance is, and I choose to let go of maintaining that. I don't need to get rid of it. I just need to stop maintaining that by recognizing it and say consciously, now where do I place my attention? What do I feed? So everybody coming through our program knows the five steps of the law of attraction. They know step three is starve what you don't want and step four is feed what you do want. Right? This is really the science of bringing things to reality. Starve yeah. what you don't want, feed what you do want. Starve the limitation doesn't mean get rid of it. It means stop feeding it. And you do that by getting present to it. 
you get you're the witness of it mm. it can't survive without you it's an experience you're having it's an emotional state right yep. the limiting belief is not out there it's in here so it can't sustain itself without your participation but you are not the belief you are not the mind you are not the body so when you disidentify from it by looking at it i see the belief I see the emotional experience of it. I'm now witnessing that emotional experience. I'm witnessing that belief. That's called presence and that's called reclaiming consciousness from the mind. Yeah. You are that consciousness reclaiming yourself from that mental position, from that point of view. You're witnessing it and now you have the freedom to choose a different point of view, to choose a different answer, to choose a different outcome. Feed that. I love it. That's great advice. Uh, that answered your question or not. There's uh, rabbit nope. hole. <laughs> no, you did. I just wanted to kind of get get some common things. Like scarcity is a great one, uh, just so people can kind of relate to see. All right, maybe some maybe some limiting beliefs are manifesting themselves in this time that okay. I. Can. Yeah, I can't because I can't dot 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 because dot dot dot. Um, yeah. I don't like dot dot dot. I don't want dot dot dot. I'm afraid that dot dot dot. I mean, yeah. anything that follows these words is a limiting belief. And, right. and they're all true, and that's why they're so hidden, right? Because, well, it's true, right? I can't go for a walk. Yeah, you can. Might not be a good idea, but right. you could, right? right? There's no bars on your doors and windows. You could, but I can't. I'm resisting that. So I can't because I don't like, I don't want, I'm against, I'm sick of, I'm so frustrated, I'm a victim. Uh, gosh, any point of view of limitation is a limiting belief. Hmm. Oh, I love yeah. that. So there's thousands of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I really liked what you said is like, there's a difference between if it's true and then like, if it's the truth, right? Like you can actually escape from that. Like you don't have to have that belief. You're consciously bringing that belief to be true, which I, which I really resonated with. Right. Well, Gail, uh, you know, I, we just wanted to get you on for a few minutes. Is there anything else, any advice that you can give to people this time who might be struggling financially? Any last words? Yeah, from the, your, your choice to change it is going to come from presence, period. It's not gonna come from reaction resistance, right? You're gonna bring the problem with you if you're resisting the problem. Right? So if you're fighting, so there's what needs to be done for you to get to where you want to go, right? There's where you are, where you want to be. That determines what needs to be done. Resisting it is going to make it harder, take longer, and probably potentially sabotage the journey. So to move from realizing that resisting it feeds it and interferes and is self-sabotage to acceptance, I accept this is what needs to be done to get to where I want to go. I need money. Okay. I accept. I need to find a way. Limiting belief, but I don't know how. Change that. I don't know how yet. Change that. I'm discovering how. Change that. There's these different ways that I can learn how. Right. And so now I'm in an empowered state. Um, I don't have any money. Limiting belief. It's true. But I don't have any money yet. Change that. I'm discovering ways to make more money. I'm optimistic and excited that I'm going to find a way soon to make more money, right? It's, it's all about how you think that dictates your action. If you're thinking in a screwed up way, in a sabotaging way, 
you're not going to get the results. So when you move from accepting it is what it is now to choosing, you're much more likely to get there a lot faster, a lot easier with a lot less hangups. Yeah. Right. So accepting what needs to be done to get from where you are to where you want to be is absolutely necessary. Right. If you want it to be faster and easier, that's going to go the way it goes, right? You're, you're going to go from where you are somewhere and it's going to be where you don't want to go, where you do want to go or somewhere in the middle. If you want to move the probability more in your favor, move from reaction to response, starve what you don't want, feed what you do want. Anything is possible. We see miracles all the time in this organization. We have emails that we get on a regular basis. I'm sure you've seen them that you can tell there was tears falling when that email was written. Tears of gratitude, tears of appreciation. Miracles can happen, absolutely, definitely. So if you say, I need a miracle, we'll start believing, right? It, it can happen. Start believing that you can have a miracle and, and it definitely can happen. Maybe you need some support. Maybe you need to talk to one of the coaches. Definitely reach out. That's what we're here for. Yeah, and you can begin with, hey, I need a miracle. Great, let's begin, right? There's a path to get there. You can create it. Gil, great advice. Thank you. That was honestly a great thought and great ending uh, remarks there. Um, well, great. Well, thank you for taking some time. I know that that uh, you're busy on the schedule here and helping students. So appreciate yeah. appreciate you jumping on for a few minutes. Hey, my pleasure. Welcome to the office. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> cool. Good. All right. Thanks, Jake. Uh, hey, thanks, Gil. Appreciate it. Yeah. Take care. Okay. All right, bye. Thank you so, so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you found value in what you've heard and you would like to get a good grasp on your limiting beliefs, but then also achieve your goals each and every day, please follow this podcast. We come out with an episode every single week that will be able to help you in these things in your personal development, help you to truly understand yourself better and then accomplish more. So thank you so much for joining and we hope you have a good week.